Welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, March 20th. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Happy first day of spring. Yes, here in the, uh, I guess we're the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, yeah. So finally, spring up here and uh, happy fall. Happy first day of fall and the bottom half of the earth. Uh, this Saturday will be the soul-terrific salon called Soulgasms, Living a Soulful Life with Passion. In April, we're going to be talking about twin flames on the Soul-terrific salon. Um, don't forget, Ask Allie has a Facebook page because I forget that Ask Allie has a Facebook page. <laughs> so I suppose if there's more people on it, um, I'll remember I have one. It, it, it's helpful to me. So, you know, join up. Uh, Soul-terrific has an Instagram and if more people follow that, I will also remember this terrific as an Instagram. And don't forget, I will be adding these hopefully next week, starting this weekend, really. Um, Joshua and Selena will have a monthly message for each of the Zodiac signs, starting at the $10 a month uh, support for this podcast. And of course, those at 25 will also get the, the messages. If you'd like to support me on Patreon, please visit AskAllyPodcast.com. Now, I totally forgot to mention that I have more animals in the house now. I know. I need more animals like I need a husband. <laughs> so, I, I was being nice because that's who I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm a nice person. And there were uh, a couple of ladies who were evicted, who got evicted from the apartment over the weekend. Um, they're sisters. And one of the sisters got caught up in one of those online dating scams. You know, oh, I love you, but I'm stuck in this country. Please send me money. And she sent them everything they she had, all their saving, everything. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. And uh, they weren't able to make their, their rent. And it doesn't matter how long they've been there. It doesn't matter the fact that they have, um, they get disability and uh, social security, disability and social security because, both of their husbands are deceased, so they get the husband security, social security every month. Um, didn't matter. The, the landlord kicked them out. And their biggest uh, stressor were their animals. They have uh, four cats and one dog. And seeing that I was almost homeless and had, had my house here not come along, um, I would have been living with me and the kid and all the animals in a in an RV, <laughs> but I don't even want to think about that. That that boggles my brain to even consider it. But uh, it's a big stressor when you have animals. So I saw this on the Holmes County um, Humane Society page. I don't live in Holmes County. I live in Wayne County. But Wayne County kicked these ladies to the curb because they didn't have any room. Said good luck. You know, here's some of the resources. And Holmes County didn't have room either, but they still said we'll help out. Um, I saw they didn't have any place for the cats, so I took all four cats. All four cats are seniors. They're all senior citizens. They're all about 10. Uh, you've got Buddy and Abby, who are brother and sister, and Alex and Rosie, who are brother and sister. I have them in the back room uh, where my son's room is also located. And they're, they're adjusting. I mean, they got here on Saturday, and this house is, as you know, for those of you who have listened to this for a while, it's a noisy house. Uh, when you've got a lot of animals, it's bound to happen. 
And which reminds me, the litter box is behind me now. So if you hear any uh, <laughs> fluids or solids being dispersed, it's not by me. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually, it's right behind my seat. I, for, I had to move it out so that I can move the other litter box in there for the four cats. I don't know how long I'll have them. Um, the ladies were hoping to be able to get themselves uh, out of their car and um, into an apartment uh, in April. Uh, some nice um, people put up money for a hotel room for the two ladies for uh, at least a week. So I'm I'm hoping they are able to land on their feet. And when they do, uh, they, they don't want all four cats back. They just want the two girls. So, and actually the girls... The boys are a lot friendlier than the girls, so um, I may give them back. I may, and I say may because I heard what the situation was like inside the house, and I I just I don't know if I want to send them back into a situation that's going to probably reoccur um, because it'll reoccur. <laughs> All right. And I have a cold, so I'm trying to drink tea and suck on cough drops and I, I'm sorry for my upcoming hacking because I can feel the lung about to come out. Um, and one of my kids on the bus was really quite concerned this morning with one of my coughing fits. Um, it was like, Miss Allison, are you, you going to cough up a lung? I said, I don't know. I might. I said, you going to push it back in when it comes up? No, we're going to call the hospital. So it was kind of cute. He's in third grade. So that's nice to know they care. <laughs> okay. So first up, we're going to do tarot overview of the week. This time I'm using the Enchanted Map by Colette Baron reed And what I do is I play a song for 30 seconds. Today it's going to be Roberta Flack, Killing Me Softly. And in those 30 seconds, uh, you think about do you want number one, number two, or number three? And whichever number pops out the most for you, whichever one feels uh, more strongly, then that's the card you pick. And when I read the overview, then that is what your energy overview is going to be like for this week. I will have pictures of the cards up on AskAllyPodcast.com shortly after the podcast is posted. Unless you're watching the video because you support me on patron and then you'll see the cards when i hold them up <coughs> okay guys you ready let's, let's play the song Okay, guys, so what'd you pick? Card number one, card number two, or card number three? And to let you all know, I picked card number one. Now, if you're like me and you picked card one, you picked protecting treasure. All right, so protecting treasure. And this is all about, although this is a time of great risk, know that at a fundamental level, you are able to move forward safely and securely. The nest egg is safe and sound no matter the fluctuation in the world. 
guardian angels and other guides are whispering to you, making you aware of their protective presence. Your loyalty is an important theme now. Nurture that which hold which you hold dear. This is a good time to strengthen bonds of friendship and ensure their integrity. If you feel tested right now, know that a true and loyal heart always achieves its aim. Take refuge under an angel's wing. You are not alone and have no need to fear. Embrace your courage. So that's number one, protecting treasure. If you picked number two, you picked storm fields. There's a nice little tornado on this baby. So on storm fields, it's all about an uncomfortable chaos is surrounding you. Things you've left unattended may be the cause of some conflict. Pent-up energy needs released, just as a storm in nature must break. For these events occur when electricity between opposing forces stirs things up and creates temporary disorder. Not all storms are destructive. Rather, they serve nature by bringing rain to the ground and wind to the trees, enabling seeds to be widely distributed and continuous growth to be ensured. Just remember that whatever is being stirred up inside you or between you and another will benefit you later. The sun will shine again and new growth will be observed. Don't be afraid to shake things up a little. And if you picked card number three, you picked intention. Intention is your card. And I, I like the intention card because it's an owl sitting on an egg and it also vibrates to number 22. Oh, which reminds me, Stormfields here vibrates to the number nine. Now, numerology-wise, nine means endings. So, actually, this is pretty good. All right. So, intention. Your objectives will be fruitful at this time. Inspired intentions are like magic arrows shot into the sky. The universe is bringing you a gift, showing you that you're hitting your mark. Recognize that you're not the one who has to do all the work, however. Others help you co-create reality. You connect to the power of your intention, sending it out to the field, then allow for synchronicity to work its magic. Perhaps the good intention of others will inspire you to send out beautiful ones of your own. Own the life you want to lead and live deliberately with clarity and detachment. Woo! All right, so card number one was protecting treasure. Card number two was storm fields. And card number three was intention. Now we're up to Q&A of the week. If you would like to send in a question for Q&A, uh, you can just go to askipodcast.com, scroll down, and you will see the link to click on to send me your questions. They're free, um, and the free ones I grab at, it's random, so you may or may not get an answer here on the podcast. If you support the podcast, you get a guaranteed answer. All right. So this week, it's from LK. Why can't I seem to find a good man to marry? Well, two reasons. Why you're focused in on getting married far too much. I mean, that's just like your your very narrow focus. Marry. You're going to be married. Married, kids, house, the whole nine yards. Life isn't a fairy tale. I would love it if it was, but it's not. Um, marrying somebody will not solve what, what ills you. Um... It might make it worse. It, it, it could kind of, you know, ease it out after a while. <clears throat> but it won't cure it. It's not the solution you're looking for. So more than finding a good man to marry, why don't we focus in on a good man for you to date? Take out the end game of getting married right now. 
and make the end game being finding a good person for you. Now, I, I used to give this, this list out when I did readings, and this, this thing does work, trust me. Make a list of qualities in a man that you want to have, want him, him to have. And of course, um, this will also work if you want to find a female for anybody. And you need to put what you write down in a positive spin. So if you want somebody who doesn't smoke, you don't put down, I want somebody who doesn't smoke. You would instead put, um, I date a non-smoker. See how that goes? Or if you want somebody who wants children someday, you, you don't put, um, or if they don't want children, let's put don't want children. You don't put, I don't want somebody who wants children. You put, I date somebody who is happy with an empty nest. See, so you're putting what you want in a positive spin, okay? Now, this list, it can be whatever's important to you. Don't nitpick because there's not a person on this planet. Now, come on, guys. Not a person on this planet that is perfect. We are all screw-ups one way or the other because we're human beings. And hopefully, with our screw-ups, we learn from them. So don't expect somebody perfect because it does not exist. Not even you are perfect. But these qualities, whether it's 5 or 15 or 20, read this list aloud. Aloud with your voice. Don't think it in your head. Aloud well, twice a day. I like to do this list uh, when I was doing. I'm not doing it anymore because I don't want to date. But I read it. I would read it in the morning. And I would read it in uh, at night before I went to bed. So morning and night. Sit right there at my nightstand. It was handy. Read it. Bingo, bamo. Do that. Be faithful with it. And about three or so months, <coughs> excuse me, a, a good man for you to date will arrive. Now, when you are dating said man, don't jump all the way down to the end and say, well, this is the one I'm going to marry. Allow the relationship to progress. Because any man, no matter how good they are, if you push them into getting serious and getting married, will end up resenting you at some point in time if he goes along with it. But most men, not everyone, but most will break away. And that's the same for women. Women don't like, nobody likes to be pressured. So enjoy the relationship. This is what? Spring? First day of spring. So March 20th, if you start today, tomorrow would be your first full day. April, May, June. By the time summer rolls around officially, he should be showing up. All right? All right. So thank you so much for sending me your question. All right. The topic. Hate your life? Nine steps to fake it and change it. Because, come on, guys. If you hate your life, if you, <laughs> you got to change it. You can't keep going through the drudgery of a life you hate. You can't. So, number one, stop bitching. Very simple. Stop complaining about your life. Um, when we're upset, we do like to complain. We like to complain to others. Well, after a while, they will either turn their ears off or they will complain back to you. Now, you complaining, them complaining, or even them turning their, their ears off, 
just stirs up so much negative energy and your red energy expands as well when you when you complain and when your red energy is big you get stuck into your you get stuck in your head it's a hamster wheel so we need to stop that so number one stop complaining or as I say stop bitching just stop all right number two decide what you want your life to look at look like so what do you want what what is there do you have an end game um do you want do you want a regular nine to five job so it's it's secure and then how your life is after your job do you want to be um an entrepreneur do you want to work for yourself do you want to be an entrepreneur that uh is not um saddled down by location you can you can travel the world and work your business it doesn't matter where you're at i mean what do you want? Um, do you want to be married and have children? Do you want to be go through a amicable divorce? I mean, what is it that you want? How do you see your life? That's not always easy for people. But see, get in your head how you see your life. Okay, that's number two. Number three, with that that view you've got it in your head about how you see your life, create either a vision board. Or vision cards. Now, vision cards are the same as a vision board, and you can Google it if you don't know how to create a vision board. But instead of a big board that you put someplace prominently, your vision cards you carry with you. I like to make vision cards so that no matter where I'm at, I can flip my cards out and, and flip through them and see the life I'm I'm pushing myself towards. Okay, so vision board or vision cards, and you want to put them in a place that you will look at them daily good place is a bedroom because you're in your bedroom every day if you don't want anybody else to see your vision board if you're already uh, self-employed put it in your office if you want to keep it at work make them the vision cards and keep them in your desk drawer but put them someplace where you can look at them daily okay four as you go through through your day-to-day -day life keep your focus in on your view how you want your life to be if you're sad or upset, I know this is going to sound kind of bad to some people, but I'm telling you this works. Fake being happy to those around you until you feel happy by turning your focus on your view and away from the life that makes you sad. You know the old thing, fake it till you make it? This is where it comes into play. When you're upset and you're sad, you fake being happy. And trust me, you it can be done. I do it. You know, if, I, if I'm going into the bus garage and I'm having just a crap-ass day, and I have a lot of them, I go in there and I, I, I smile and I go and I say hi to people and I joke around. I push myself. I fake it. And by the time I'm done faking it from getting my bus ready and talking to everybody on there, by the time I get going, eight out of ten times by the time I go, I'm happy. Okay, because I I fake being happy, talking to everybody, and in the back of my head, I'm envisioning myself at that beach house <laughs> writing. Okay, because at my end game, that's what it is. Beach house, writing, animals, kid. Choom. All right? Five. Each day, take one step closer to reaching your new life. These steps can be big or they can be small. 
for myself. And there are there are big days when I, you know, write a whole chapter. There are days when I go in and I write a line, one flipping sentence. It's a small, but I take a step every single day. Um, over the weekend, I'm I'm condensing my websites because I'm tired of having too many websites. So I brought um, ghostwriting. Yeah, ghostwriting into alleythieves.com. I'm bringing um, story and promote back into alleythieves.com, which will give me four sites then. Gypsy Girl Press, Out of Body Ecstasy, Alley Thieves, and then Soul Terrific. I had six. I'm going to break it down to four. I would like it to all be done because in, in the life I'm thinking about, it, it's simplified, simplified. And over the weekend, I did a little bit here and a little bit there. So I'm making progress towards the new life I'm, I'm going for. But from other people, it might look like, you know, small, meaningless steps. But there's no such thing as a small, meaningless step. Each step has a purpose. You can make a phone call. You could check out a website that you that is involved with um, <coughs> what you're looking for. I look at uh, houses all the time out in California, at least every day, once at least. I look at them. Okay. Six, don't slip back. It'll get worse before it gets better. Like everything else in life, change is hard. And it's harder for those around you who are used to you being a certain way. They will try to keep you from changing. Do not focus in on what you hate about your life, which upsets you about your life. Focus in on your view. Focus in on what you want. That's how you stop yourself from slipping back. So you have to be aware of what's going on. Seven, which goes back to number one, refrain from complaining. <laughs> You've heard the saying, what you focus on will come to pass, so do not complain. You complain, the bad stuff starts to come back, you slip back to where you were. That's a no. Eight, find like-minded individuals or groups that represent the life you are striving to get to. Um... You want to focus in on people who have already made it, who, who are living that life. Uh, you can read their books, listen to their podcasts, go see their blogs, um, go to open group meetings or something, join Facebook groups, whatever you have to do. And nine, each day write down one word that, represent, that represented your day. Based on what you write, you'll notice how your life is changing. Now, a lot of people, when they start the day, they have an intention word. And today is my day to be happy. And they strive to be happy all day long. That's fine. If you want to do that, you can add that in there. But it's important at the end of the day, you write down one word that represented your entire day. Now, there are probably points that, you know, things that you're upset about, things that you're happy about. And over time, if you look at your list, you're going to notice that things are improving. As humans, we like to see things are improving even if we don't recognize things are improving. So by writing down the one word of the day, how your day was, over time, you're going to see that what you're doing does work. All right. Whew. So thank you for joining me here at Ask Allie. I didn't cough up a lung. That's a good day. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. 
Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can catch this at AskAllyPodcast.com. You guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next Monday. Take care.